Just to let you know, we might be using some of our grown-up words on this episode. So if you have any kids or co-workers around, you might want to think about putting them to bed a little early tonight. Wait. This is Designated Parent, a podcast where we look at children's programming through the lens of adult beverages. Cheers. Cheers. Good and loud. Bong. Mm-hmm. This is basically cider and bourbon. With with a little bit of cinnamon mm-hmm. bitters. So good. Because uh, it is fall. Even though it is 80 degrees outside. Yeah. Um, September. Yeah, September. Mid-September. Uh, it's like fully like every random church festival season mm-hmm. uh so i'm like yes i will go and eat all of your ridiculous food like popcorn festival is this pl- weekend please here and in, thank you in glorious dayton it's uh beaver creek popcorn festival that'll be fun mm-hmm. so i don't i'm we have to drop our son off to help there he's doing a fundraiser thing but like other than that i'm avoiding the place because i don't think i've ever gone yeah it's like literally miles like two miles from our house <laughs> but you know like whatever whatever it's fine uh popcorn's not a big pull for me it was like cheese festival right right vodka festival <laughs> board yes. game festival yes there are other festivals we might attend um but yes it is fall Fall is here. I'm here for it. I'm. Uh, the weather is not fallish because you know, fall yeah. takes its time. It does. Cannot be rushed. So we'll. Uh... But we celebrate with the fall flavors anyway. Yes, we do. So it's good. So how's your week going? Oh, good. Good. Um, I'm getting ready to travel. Uh, for my job, I have not traveled in like four years. Mm-hmm. Um, so now I have to do things like pack a suitcase and like, you know, not lose my boarding pass and think like skills that I have not used no, <laughs> in a minute. I haven't been um, on a plane in two and a half years. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's going to be interesting. I am, um, on three. Yes. I am excited. And we'll you're see. gonna also like sleep in a hotel bed away from me for like the first time in yeah I haven't been alone three years in a very long time mm-hmm. uh, I mean I was for like two days this summer yeah but, but like, other than that like traveling alone this is kind of a unique for mm-hmm. you in the last three years it's been it's been a minute it's been a minute I don't mind yeah I used to travel for work like eh, you know once or twice a year but now I don't because you know Rona because well, yeah let's let's not if we can avoid it. Yeah, I used to travel, well, there was a period I was traveling like once or twice a month, mm-hmm. and then we cut that down to like two or three times a year. Right. And then nothing, mm-hmm. nothing at all ever, so. Yes. I'm here for it. But yeah, getting ready to travel, gonna have to like put stuff in a suitcase. I don't mm-hmm. know how any of this works. We got new suitcases, though. We did so. get new suitcases. We got <laughs> we got our kids' new suitcases. And I was like, here they are. And our daughter got a really cool-looking red one. And when you open it up, the interior is, like, pink. And she's just like, oh, God, no. She's like, this aggression will not stand. And I was like, well, I'll take your brand-new suitcase. And you can have my very crappy black suitcase. Mm-hmm. And she's like, deal. So, so she gets my very crappy black suitcase. There you go. So. Fine. It's yeah, it'll be fine. 
Everybody will be happy-ish. Yeah. I don't care. That's a suitcase. It doesn't have to, like, match your personality. Like, it doesn't it doesn't need to be, like, it, you know, inform everyone who you are. No, it's just a suitcase. It's just a suitcase. Oh, well. Whatever. How was your week? Uh, it's been all right. Just, you know, trying to get stuff done at work and trying to get things to work, which is always a problem. Software, man. It does what it wants. It, no. no. It does exactly what, what you tell, you tell it, it to, to do. do. It's just that we're not very good at defining what right. it's supposed to be. You're doing. just bad at communicating. Yeah. That's that's really what it gets down to. So uh, it's been a it's a whole thing. And you know, my sales guy's trying to sell the product right. that isn't done yet. I'm like, you can't do Sales that. Salespeople love to do that. That's their like, favorite. Oh, we thing. have this thing? No, no, we have a plan for a thing that might happen later. Right. Well when we get more money. It always takes a long time to close the sales cycle. So like, what do you think? Three, four months? And like the late developer's like, yeah, three or four months is plenty of time. I'm like, no. It'll be at it's least really a year, not. year and a half. <laughs> Mark my words. Mark my words. Well, yeah, if you test it, yeah, if I test it, it will be a long time because I'll actually report that it's broken. Right, right, because you're the person who gets called if it's broken. Mm -hmm. and so it behooves you to make sure that it's a very robust product. Exactly. So I see that. I see the hand. Yeah, so I'm not letting it out half-assed. I'm whole ass or nothing whole ass. but uh but that's been fun so it's it's going all right but it's friday and i'm so happy it's friday mm -hmm. don't have much to do this weekend because all our plans got canceled so. all our uh plans did get canceled so so this is adam's literal favorite thing is having plans because he's like oh well i would have been social but then having them canceled for other people like yes then you're like, well, I I did my part. I'm a good friend. But also I get to be at home by myself. Yes. Like winner, winner. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Um, best case scenario. <laughs> Thank God for canceled plans. Yes. So that's that's where I'm at this week. So it'll be good. Uh, I like literally have nothing planned tomorrow. So I'm just going to putter mm -hmm. around the house and get some stuff done and, you know, clean some things, fix, fix some, some kids' bikes. bicycles. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be good. The amount of times my kids have asked me, what are we doing this weekend? Is no less than like 20. Because, yeah, they just do not, it doesn't compute that they're like, I don't know what we're doing. I don't know anything we're doing this weekend. I must ask. And then they're like, oh, what do you mean? Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. We're just nothing. hanging out. Yeah. So we'll see. Yep. But we did watch a movie. We did watch a movie. Um, we watched uh, The Spy Next Door. Spy Next Door. Starring Jackie Chan. Baby's first Jackie Chan. Yes. I think this is Baby's first Jackie Chan. It's it's a good movie. So It is. A, it's, a good, it's a good intro into Jackie Chan. It is. It is. Yeah. Totally. So this movie actually starts with like a montage to Secret Agent Man. Mm-hmm. It was a great song. Um of Jackie a pretty Chan. genre specific song. Yeah, I'll give like that. you can't throw it out for anything. <laughs> yeah, it, it'd be weird if it's uh, used in a non-secret agent context. It would be, uh, but uh, there's a montage of Jackie Chan doing all these crazy stunts, and I recognize some of them. I see them, and I'm like, I think I recognize that stunt. Mm -hmm. But like, I'm not. I'm like. 75 to 80 percent sure it's from the movie i recognize it for but it might have been like reshot or well, and also like he is so iconic 
Um, and a lot of his fight choreography is iconic. Right. That, uh, Like the thing he does where he jumps up the corner of a room. Right. You're like, wow. Uh, you know, and so, like, he is, you know. Yeah. So whether it's shots from old movies that he was in doing it, or if he was like, I'm just going to go in the studio and do a bunch of, yeah. like, classic fight scenes and we'll stitch them together. I don't know, but... Either way, works out. There's like this whole thing, and it's supposed to be his big career, mm-hmm. um, and it ends with him waking up in like the suburb suburbs somewhere, yes, the suburbs of somewhere, suburbs of somewhere. Who knows? But um, <laughs> um, he wakes up and he's like getting ready, and then we go to the house next door, which is also waking up and getting ready, and his house is just him. The house mm-hmm. next door is three amazingly obnoxious children. Right, there's like a like a teenager, a preteen, and then like a preschooler. Yeah, it's a it's a good spread. And then there's a um a pig there's and a, pig, a turtle. A turtle and a cat. Yeah. So this is this is a full is a full house. It really is. Of children and pets. And a single mom. And a single mom. And the way they introduce these kids is they're all like screaming and yelling and freaking out as they're getting up in the morning about like not being able to find the right clothes or somebody's being obnoxious or someone's hogging the bath. I don't know. They're all just screaming. Right. Some somebody like uh took put a tutu on the pig and now like I can't get the pig out of this dress. Yeah. You know, real world problems. Right. Right. And um, at one point, the preschooler is, like, walking onto the bed, her mom's bed, mm-hmm. screaming and yelling, and then just walks out of the room. And then, like, mom just, like, sits up and does, like, the big lethargic stretch. The big, like, she's in freaking yoga. Like, she's just like, ah, I love my life. I love my children. Like, I do not know what kind of pills this yes. woman is taking mm-hmm. to maintain that kind of zen. But it is... Uh, pr- pretty astounding. Pretty astounding it how is. chill this mom is. She is like peak Disney mom chill. Yes. The chillest of Disney moms. But it's interesting because this isn't like the story about her kids as much. I mean, well, it is, but it's like supposed to be the story of her. Mm-hmm. Like she's a main character in this and should be way more active in the story. <laughs> she, I feel. Should, she should have way more like anything. But there she is just kind of, you know, skating through life. Not really paying mm-hmm. attention. She's paying attention. She's just like not not she's nonplussed. Yes. She cannot be plussed. She's unflappable. So um everybody gets ready for school with much yelling and Right. There's a whole screaming. bunch of conversations with the teen about like her coming out with like too short a skirt, crop tops, blah 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 blah. Yes. Uh it's like put on a shirt that covers your whole torso. And God like, bless God, our mom. God bless our middle schooler for our daughter for loving like basketball tro- shorts and like baggy like hand me down soccer. Truly, jerseys. like men's hand me down soccer jerseys. Like they are. They hang to her knees. They are. You put on a belt. It could be a dress. Like yes, I would be. Com- <laughs> I would literally be comfortable with her with a dress that long, and that's just her shirt, and she's wearing basketball shorts under it. Yep. I'm yep. like, what? I'm comfortable. It's I'm got comfortable. pockets. I like it. Yeah. Okay, great. Totally fine. Yeah, carry on. Hopefully, you know, maybe at some point down the road we'll have to fight this fight, but I really don't see it coming. I mean, um, my fight is 
does what you're wearing, like, work with the activity you have to do or the event that it is? Like, you are not going to wear a unicorn onesie to a funeral. You're just not. Like... And she seems to get that. Mostly. Does it does it show respect for uh, the the institution that you are like attending, and and does it work with the weather? Like, oh does, yeah, it does it, too. And does it work with the activity? And other than that, like you do, you bro. I don't care. So, but anyway, they all end up getting ready and making it out the door. And mom is backing out and looks down the street and notices the garbage truck turning around mm-hmm. at the end of the street and like oh no we gotta get the garbage out so she hurries out of her car to help get that out to get that out um she has a preteen and a teenager in her car and that would be how i would solve that problem but yes sometimes it is faster to do it yourself and safer and safer to do it yourself than to listen to your child bitch about how they have to do a thing yeah there's that i get your point like, anyway yeah. That was my whole evening was getting one of our kids to do the dishes. And it took a very long time. Indeed. So uh as she's doing she's going for the the garbage, Bob, Jackie Chan, mm-hmm. runs over and gives Who her a hand. Is their next door neighbor? Is their next door neighbor, runs over, gives her a hand, and like they have like a moment where like you can tell there's some definite tension. Like there's, there's some there's some things. There's some uh, there's some chemistry there, but they just kind of like look at the car and there's kids present and they're like, um, maybe, um, maybe we wait till dinner tonight. Right. Like, so you're, you're still on for dinner, right? And you're like, oh yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm real excited about it. And you're like, great, I'll see you then. And they're like, there's kind of that awkward, like, lean in, going to give her a kiss in the cheek. Oh, maybe not. Like, yeah. You know, handshake kind of time, and the kids all know what's going on. They're like, "Ugh, Bob, I can't, I can't believe you're like even kind of seeing him. He's like the worst, the lamest. He's, he's like a, so boring. He's a pen importer. How lame is that? She's like, hey, he's. I don't have to explain anything to you, and like right. just and rolls the, out. Well, and the four year old is like, I like him. He's nice, and uh, the other two are like, No, he's the lamest. Like, yeah. So that evening we skip. A little bit. It's the evening, and Bob is like, "Okay, I need to tell you something important." And they're at their fancy restaurant. Fancy restaurant they're having a fancy dinner on their like three month anniversary. Yeah, and Bob's like, "All right, I need to level with you. I really like you, but there's this thing you need to know." And she's like, "I'm going to stop you there. You understand my kids are important to me. If you're going to tell me about the kids, like I'm a package deal." He's like, "No, no, no, no. I get that. Like, right." And she's like, "And my kids kind of hate you. Like, I'm not really sure what to do with this." Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, 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 it's not the kids. I mean, it kind of is the kids. That's a different topic. But, like, I need to tell you something else that's super important. And she will not let him get past that. Cause well, because she, she's just kind of like, I think we should break up. Yeah. Like, we are in the, like, you know, Fisher Cut Bait moment. moment. And if my kids hate you, I don't, I I don't, don't, know how to get I don't see a really. path forward. Um, and so it's not that she's, like... Not letting him get a word in edgewise. It's just like, yeah. hey, whatever you're gonna say, like I don't, I don't know how us not breaking up isn't the answer. Like, mm-hmm. you know, or, and so I'm not, I'm not sure. 
And she's like, I don't think I, we should take any more steps or continue with any more conversations until my kids like you and warm up to you. And he's mm-hmm. like, yeah, but also this other thing that's happening. And she's like, um, and then he gets paged, mm-hmm. literally paged, literally paged. It's not a cell phone. I don't think so. And it's a problem at work. And she's like, oh, you guys out of ink? And he's like, oh, no, this is far bigger. Mm-hmm. And so he reports to the pen store. Well, and he's like, "We we will talk about this. Yeah. Like we're Rain not check. we're we're not over, we're not done. Like, but we need to talk. Yeah, uh, but we're we're putting a pin in this. And so he rolls over to his pen store mm-hmm. and walks in and docks his like pen. Yeah, he has like, like a, a holder, like a fancy pen, and he puts it in puts it in a little holder. It's not a bad pen. It's a little fountain pen. It's cool. Mm-hmm. I, I respect." Game like game respects game. <laughs> Adam really likes fountain pens, you guys. I got yeah, it was one of the like three pandemic homi- hobbies I cycled through. Right. He was like, let I've got like two on my person right now. Of fountain pens. They're just uh these are both uh Lamy Safaris. Mm. So they're nice. They're the plastic body. Uh as opposed to like the all-star. Which are like the metal. Yeah. So these are they're nice. They write well. I've I've cleaned them and them and, <laughs> but anyway, the screen one was my first fountain pen. Yeah, so uh, Adam personally finds pen importing to be like it actually is quite interesting. Right, it was like, ooh, you're a pen importer. Like, if you're a pen importer and would like to make a sponsorship for this, I could get paid in like cheap Chinese pens. Uh, yeah, Adam, Adam will. Take... I will rep you <laughs> if you're listening. If you're listening. But anyway, he docks his pen, and, like, the bookshelf he docks it into, like, slides out of the way. Slides away, and behind the bookshelf in this, like, very brightly lit, like, Apple Store vibe of a pen store is, like, a dark, dingy room full of computers and, like, literally, like, ten men. Yeah, just in the cubicles. And no windows. Yeah, just... What kind of ventilation do they have there? I'm hoping all of those computers would get hot. Yeah. Like where's the server room? Like I mean I have some real questions. How also, this is a I we're not sure where this is, but this is somewhere in the American Southwest. That's my guess. My guess is like uh, Santa Fe, like, like Albuquerque maybe. But like, like I like Santa Fe for this. Yeah, but maybe Arizona. Like there are mountains, but they're far away. It there are like scrubby palm trees. They're, the yards are gravel, not yeah. They're mostly grass. mostly hard, uh, hard turf. Yeah, hardscaping and uh, succulents. Yeah. So that's why I was like, eh, maybe somewhere in there. It's also um, we're gonna find out it's October and it's hot. Mm-hmm. So like, well, they they wear like coats, but like, let like, it could be like. It could be like Santa Fe hot Santa or cold. Fe, Santa Fe cold, where it's like sixty, and people are like, "Oh, I need a coat." But also, like a sixty with zero percent humidity is like, it's brisk. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's not wrong. But anyway, uh, he walks in and he meets his two main, like, actually named characters that work in this area. Right there's Chief. Chief. That's his name. Um, well, I don't know what the hell his name is. But I'm gonna call him Chief. <laughs> Uh, he's played by George Lopez. George Lopez. God George bless. Lopez in so many kids' movies. He is. He was in the Shark Boy Lava Girl movies. Uh, did a lot of work for the Rod- Rod- Rodriguez Spy Kids family, I yes, feel. Yes, yes. He did, like, 
some good quality work over there. But yeah, he, he shows up in a lot of kids' films. I don't know if he's got like some sort of public service like <laughs> conviction on his record. I mean, probably not. Uh, but seems like a wonderful man. Yeah. Uh, but so yeah, that and uh, his other friend. Yeah. Is Billy Ray Cyrus? Y'all. Billy Ray Cyrus. When did this movie come out? Do you know? Not offhand. We didn't look it up. It's sometime in the like late nineties. Yeah. Um. It's. Let me see here. Spy next door is. Um. Two thousand and ten. Oh, much later than I thought. Yeah. Indeed. Much much later because, than I thought. Because. Um. This was like after. Um. The Hannah Montana thing. I think. Yeah. When is when is Hannah Montana to uh, give us a 06. timeline? Okay. So this was like during This is and after. Hannah Montana the movie was two thousand and nine. So like you Okay. Know, so Hannah Montana was probably wrapping up. It was wrapping up. So like honestly okay, so Miley hadn't made that The Disney transition. The Disney transition to being a pop star. What she is now. Yeah, so it is a real it's a journey bag of worms um because you're you know as a child star you are supposed to be one way but then like you become a grown-up and you like want to make other choices <laughs> and, and you're kind of stuck like mm-hmm. and you're like but i don't want to be this anymore and so you either you go big or you go home. Like, right. you have to make a real break from your uh, childhood stardom. Or you just, like, kind of continue in that right. world. I feel like... I'm trying to think of, like, some of... Like, uh... Annie Finicello, or whatever her name was. Uh... Just kind of stayed in that. Anne Hathaway. Anne Hathaway. Yeah, there's a Disney... She was, like, Princess Diaries... And then, like, Catgirl, Catwoman, <laughs> in the... Yeah. She was... Yeah. She was in the... But she was she was more gradual yeah. in her time. But Miley had to make, like, a clean break. It was it was a wild, hard break. I mean, like, Christina Aguilera was like, wow, wow. Also a hard break. Also a hard break there. But, uh, yeah, I think that uh, Justin Timberlake, I feel like, could still just, like, roll right up into Disney and be on the Mickey Mouse Club again. <laughs> like, he still looks 12. He still looks 12. And somehow, none of it's sticking to him. Like, he's been involved in some pretty wild and crazy things. It's because he's a white man with money. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that is the difference here, isn't it? Like, yes. because, like, if a dude does it, it's cool. If a girl does it, it... She gets shamed for it, huh? Yeah, it's, it's wow, crazy. it's almost like that's how our entire culture yeah. is structured. Yeah. That does suck. <laughs> but anyway, we digress. Billy Ray Cyrus is in this movie. <laughs> so yeah, so their, their whole intelligence operation is built on tracking this guy, this Russian guy who's going after some sort of oil refinery. Yeah, they're not really sure uh, what his endgame is. They just know... That uh, he's this oil refinery, and they've been tracking him for, like, months? Years? I don't know how long. Mm -hmm. But it's the pinnacle of uh, Jackie Chan as a spy's career. Yeah, indeed. And they're like, we need you. You you know him better than anyone else. You know, like, it's like you call me. I was, I was on a date with, with Jillian. And it's like, yeah, but we, like, we need you. 
He's like, okay, let's do this. So, yeah, so um, we cut immediately to the oil refinery. Um, I'm going to say this is the cleanest oil refinery yes. I have ever seen. It looks like a fucking Ikea. Like, it's so white. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't seen a lot of oil refineries, but I've seen a lot of plants. Yes. And unless you are making medical equipment... And even it, then... It's questionable. <laughs> this is such a clean plant. It's yes. wild. Wild to me. So Jackie uses like a device to cut a hole in a grate and gain access and sneak up on these central casting terrible Russians. They are... <laughs> they have like garbled accents. Oh, yes. You know they're very Russian. <laughs> right. You're like, it you're not Russian. Rocky and Bullwinkle level of Russian oh, accent. exactly. Yes. You like Moose and Thrill. <laughs> Like, it's terrible accents. But you know what? Like, it's a kid's movie. They're Russians. We'll let it go. Uh, it's it's fine. And so they are getting ready to um, do something with the oil refinery. But right, they're going to blow it up afterwards. Right. And so Jackie Chan has to stop them. So he, like, he somehow he had dropped into the, like, a grate in the He cuts a hole ground. in the grate of... I thought he cuts a hole in the grate of, like, a ceiling. No, it's like a storm sewer outside that he drops in. He uses a little, like, drone thing to cut a hole in. And then somehow he, like, drops in through a grate in the ceiling. Is this oil refinery underground? I don't believe so. Like, it looks like maybe he, like, just made it through the ductwork, which magically connects every point of this... vertical climb. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> they don't make ductwork to support people. I, I don't, mean, maybe Jackie Chan. I, I don't, <laughs> he's a tiny man. <laughs> he is tiny. And he has a lot of core strength. But like, so he's just like two little two little points on like his fingers. <laughs> yeah. No. His toes. No, that actually would be way more pressure and is more likely to make a break. Fair. Um, but mm-hmm. somehow, somehow he gets to where he needs to be through the ductwork of this very clean oil refinery. Yes. And he ends up dropping out of the ceiling and takes out the two inept guards. And then he and the main Russian guy have a fight. Right. Like, oh, time to fight the big bad. Where spontaneously the two other guards, like, regain consciousness long enough to, like, try to swing a ladder at him. Which then just provides him with a ladder that he uses to beat him up. Right. He, you know, does the thing where he, like, is balancing and dancing on the ladder and then, mm-hmm. like, throwing punches. It's, like, wild. And then, like, yeah. jumping down and using the ladder to flip around and knock him out. It's crazy. It's good. It's good. Uh, Jackie Chan is really a master of uh, fight choreography with weird shit that's yeah. flying around. Yeah. Um, he kind of reminds me of, like, a a less violent John Wick. Where mm-hmm. John Wick is like, oh, yes, I will kill you with this library book. Jackie Chan is like, I will maim you in a cartoonish fashion with this library book. <laughs> yes. But, you know, the same amount of uh, kind well, of scrappy. Yeah, improvisational. Uh, improvi- improvisational fighting. Um, although, of course, yeah, the uh, the John Wick was more dead at the end. Everyone's dead. Everyone's dead. And then uh, this Jackie Chan movie, everyone's just like, maybe they have stars and like cartoon, cartoon stars around their heads. Yeah. So... But he ends up winning the fight against the henchman and the main guy right as, like, the whole, like, SWAT team 
descends in on the place and stops them and right, arrests the bad guy. Right, their plan wasn't going with SWAT team. Yeah. Their plan was like, let Jackie do all of the work. And then, like, we show up at the last minute, and we're like, we're here! I mean... And Jackie Chan is like, just in time. If this isn't a metaphor for American foreign policy, I don't know what it is. <laughs> yes. yes. We're like, we're here! We signed the papers! It's done! We did it! You're Mission welcome, accomplished. World. Yes. Yes. Yes, indeed. Anyway, so they end up back at the hop... Uh, uh, they end up back at the headquarters. So they end up back at the headquarters, and... Bob is like, yeah, it's great, but like, you Bob little... is Jackie Chan's character. Yeah. I don't know if we mentioned his name. Yeah, we did, but um, he's a little distracted, and everybody kind of pull, picks up on it, and they're like, "What's going on?" He's like, "Well, I found this girl." I'm like, "Oh, good for you!" And he's like, "But her kids hate me," and like, "Yeah, yeah, bunch to unpack there." <laughs> so I would say, yeah, fish are cut bait, and I'm gonna, I don't yeah. know, man. You figure it out. There's only so many things you can do to and, make kids like you. And Billy Ray Cyrus is like, but I mean, you brought down dictators. How hard can kids be? And he's like, yeah. And also, this is his last uh, mission. He was on loan uh, from the Chinese government to the American government right. for a certain amount of time or a certain uh, mission. And, yeah, until he took down this guy. Uh, like, either it's until he took down this guy or there was a certain amount of time. It's unclear. Uh, but everyone understands that, like, he's done, he's retiring, he's out. Yeah. Like, he's taking his green card, and he's gonna, you know, live in Santa Fe. It's a, yeah, it's a little unclear if he's gotta go back to China. <laughs> Which would I mean, be what I assume. I could see part of part of the carrot mm -hmm. um, is you get permanent residential, uh, uh, like, visas in both countries forever. Like, sure, pick your place. Mm -hmm. And China's like, wait. Um, and so, like, I could, I because, like, who would want this job? You mm -hmm. know. Um, and so, like, I could, I could see that as part of, and we do shit like that all the time, where mm -hmm. we're like, hey, you want to come and uh, design all of this like weapon systems for us? And if you're here for long enough, like. Numerous German <laughs> rocket scientists are very aware of this plan. Right, right. Then you can stay. Yeah, we're just going to overlook some things. It'll be fine. Anyway, um, back into the movie. But um, his chief, the chief is like, we're so sorry that you're gone. Uh, like, if you ever want to come back, there's always a place for you. You're one of the best. Mm -hmm. and, and he's like taking off all of his like spy stuff. And he goes to take off the watch. And the chief is like, no, keep it. Retirement present. Like, and it's yeah. like a nice watch. Yeah, um, very large digital watch. <laughs> and uh, Jackie Chan is Maybe like, oh, is. "Oh, thank you. I'm very moved." You know, like yeah, it takes like, it as the gift it is. Yeah, um, he's like, "We're gonna miss you, man. Uh, good luck with those kids. Yep. Kid, kids are a real bitch." Jackie's out. Mm -hmm. So he gets to the house, and all the the family standing out on their driveway, looking at the cat who's on the roof, mm -hmm. and trying to figure out what to do, and trying to talk it down. The cat is not moving. And, right, and the mom is like, the cat will come down when it wants to come down. Like, Yeah. And Bob shows up and has flowers for mom to apologize for leaving last night. And she's like, it's fine. Mm -hmm. Like, I understand if you can't process things. He's like, still not what I was talking. I understand what you're talking about. We still, I probably need to process. You need to process what I'm talking about. And if you're out, then I don't have to process your thing at all. But yeah, she's still not 
Mm-hmm. She's not there yet. She hasn't really gotten in on his what he's picking, putting down. And so the family walks in, all except for uh, Nora, the little girl. Because mm-hmm. she's still really worried about the cat on the roof. And so he kind of looks at her and just like... Jackie chants his way up onto the roof, like jumping through the corner and like right, running cli- across climbing the... a brick wall like fucking Spider Man. Yeah, like I don't, I don't know how he does this. It really <laughs> defies. Okay, so first off, there's a lot of wire work. Right, right. There's um, some movie magic in there. But he gets up on the the roof and like picks up the cat and brings it down. And he's like, don't, don't, just. He kind of like winks at her, you know, like, like... just us, yeah. And... Well, and part of it is. She's a safe person because she's a four-year-old and she's making up shit all the time. You know, like... Yeah. Her view of the world is a little skewed. So, like, if she's like, yeah, Bob jumped up on the roof and got the cat. They're like... Maybe the, the cat, cat jumped, jumped down. down to Bob. Right. Right? That's what you meant? No. Okay. Bob just shrugs and, you know, walks it off, but no. Um, but he goes in and Mom and Bob are talking and... Bob's like, still like, hey, I understand your package deal. I get it. Like, I respect you and your kids, and I want to make sure everybody's on board. Mm-hmm. Like, I am. I yeah, get I'm it. He- I'm here to win them over. And, and once I win them over, like, then we can talk about all of this other stuff. And mom's like, that's great. And so she goes upstairs, and the kids like corner, and they're they're like, um, like they they're not cool. And uh, my Farron, the oldest, mm-hmm. she's like. You can't do this, Jillian. And she's like, first, okay, first off, I get a happy say. Like, but my happiness matters too. Yes, you're not. You're not the only people who get to choose. Yeah, and they're like, but he's boring. She's like, but he's dependable. Like, and he's nice, and he treats me well. And like, he's not going to step out on me. Like, he's like, honestly, I'm the best thing this man's probably going to be able to pull down. <laughs> so, like. You, you know, know, sometimes sometimes that's a good enough reason to to work it out. Mm-hmm. Also, she she really likes him. Yes, like beyond the fact that like he is a nice person and he treats her well, like he's, there's some real affection there. Yeah, and she's fu- he's funny and he's kind and he's considerate and he's you know what's not to love. Just because you don't like him doesn't mean that we can't be together. And newsflash, Baron. You don't like fucking anything because you're 14. Like you're a 14-year-old girl, you hate everything you hate that moves. Everything. And so like honestly, you're I, I'm taking your opinion with a real big grain of salt right now because you just had like a treatise about muffins. So like So like fuck you. Yeah, indeed. But like the kids <laughs> as soon as mom kind of leaves, the kids are like, "All right, we're all together. We're deep six and Bob, right? Like we're we're going to take this guy out." Mhm. And it's like a it's like a full on like parent trap, uh, mm-hmm. kind of. But like in reverse. Vibes. Well, I guess there's the one part of the parent trap where they're breaking up, right? The dude and the wife, and then there's the second part where they're getting the old the mom and dad mm-hmm. back together. Yes. But yeah, so this is Act One parent or, trap. Or, or, act act two, one. two parent trap. I guess Act One is oh my gosh, there's two of us. Yes. Act Two is act we two. gotta get rid of the lady. Act mm-hmm. Three is we gotta get them together. So by the way, did you see, um, the um, the remake of Parent Trap, the mom from that was like, I like <laughs> in defense of my character. In defense of my character, <laughs> she did not know. Mm-hmm. She was not aware. She was doing her best. And honestly, go watch that movie again and figure out where she went wrong. She was actually pretty decent character. 
<laughs> Those two girls were terrible. Were the worst to her. Um, yes, a similar, uh, a similar, like, McSweeney's letter from the lady who was supposed to marry the Count in The Sound of Mer- Music. Yes. Like, <laughs> she's like, well, I'm sorry. <laughs> but it didn't work out. But, like, it was a good match for me. And, like, we actually, I thought we were he had some chemistry. And, like, it was getting along. But then... He went for the nanny and the cliche. Right. right. I'm a little disappointed in the cliche, but you know, it is. I'll be fine. <laughs> I'll be fine. So we jump back to the HQ again mm-hmm. and everybody's running around because there's been an accident uh, while the, while the rushing guy that the guy was being transported, he was there. His, there was like a multi uh, car accident. And then he was sprung from the convoy. In like in a, a fake ambulance. And then got in a helicopter and was taken away. And they have no idea where he is. And they're like, this was planned. Somebody knew where he'd be. There's a mole in the organization. And everybody's like, oh, gasp. Okay, so this is 2010. Yeah. I think we were pretty far down the internet rabbit hole where there is no... I don't know where you are. So there's going to be a whole lot of things in this movie that prove that they don't know exactly how the internet worked. (laughs) Or in 2010 or any year for that matter. Yeah. So just buckle up for that. Okay. Okay. But yeah, I mean, I can tell you right now, if if a helicopter takes off in the greater tri-state region, I can tell you where it took off from, where it's heading. It's current altitude and heading. People know. People know. Like, we're in 2022, and that's consumer level. CIA, I'm pretty sure had that. I'm pretty sure they figured that out. Like, I'm pretty sure they had, you know, eyes on the sky or whatever. Oh, yeah, totally. And if nothing else, like, you're in a middle grade metropolitan area and there's a major traffic accident. Right. The The traffic copters are out there being like, this is WHYY and like... News right from the the copter. It's still a mess out there. Yeah. Hey, there's another copter up here. I wonder where that guy's going. And, oh, man, I got a hiccup. Sorry. But uh, I wonder where that guy's going. And um, Right. Somebody would have to know. Somebody would have eyes on it. And the fact that the CIA didn't know is wild. It is wild. Unless, again, there's a mole that's kind of hiding some tracks. Maybe. 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 But we see the helicopter landing and our Russian friend getting out wearing the uh, prison oranges. And there's, like, you know, sexy Russian lady there to meet him mm-hmm. in, like, way too tight outfit and heels. What is her name? Tatiana? I think so. Um, and they go into the yeah, hangar. Yeah, she's wearing, like, a cat suit. Her, like, boobs are out. Like, she's wearing high heels. I'm like, this is not a practical spying outfit. No! No. Yes. No. Cat suit, maybe. High heels, no. Yeah, cat <laughs> suit is always practical. Where are the pockets? Where do you keep your weapons? Like... It'd be one thing... I mean, I'm cool with it. It'd be one thing if there was, like, also, like, many harnesses that kept all of her weapons yeah. in the catsuit, but no. It's just the... Just the it's, a simple, it's a simple catsuit. So, yeah, good for her. If you can pull it off, it's good. It's but fine. It's fine. I just don't understand the practicality. It's not very... She's not really the weapons and tools person. She's the, like, sass and personality, and also, you kill him. I'm not going to kill you. I'm going to tell him to kill you. Right. You know, that kind of stuff. But she's middle management evil. Yeah. The evilest kind of evil. 
Because <laughs> even middle management in itself is kind of evil. Yes. So anyway, um, they walk into the hangar and they've got one of those glass laboratories set up, mm-hmm. like you have to have in bad like movies. Yeah. So they're they're in an airplane hangar. Sure. Which is also remarkably clean. Which is also remarkably clean. Um, and then they just like got a corner of it and put like some plexiglass and they're like boom a lab well it looks like it's an area of like basically the size of like a cargo container and it's yes. kind of almost it's not in the corner it's almost in the middle oh it's towards one wall but it's still like 10 feet away from any adjacent wall mm-hmm. and it's just like all these dudes in white bunny suits working at white tabletops with like white pipettes like a lot of really good lighting i gotta give them that you do need good lighting for laboratory work for laboratory work that's fair and um, they they're doing what they need to do, and um, yeah, they're like, all right. So how long until we can like get the formula back? And they're like, well, we need three more days to do the formula. Mm-hmm. Like, why wouldn't you dun, make dun, dun. bigger batches? Okay, sometimes you can't. I guess sometimes you are limited by your mixer size. Sometimes things need to be hot processed, and so you just don't have the uh, capabilities to handle uh, hot material in large quantities. Like, all of this is, like, scale-up engineering mm-hmm. uh, stuff. So they can only make, like, a tablespoon at a time at this point. Right, because they're just, they're low. Maybe a cubic centimeter. Right, they're probably micro-batching, where you try, like, 500 things at a time mm. in, like, teaspoon amounts. And then you have one that works, and they're like, great. No, scale that one up. Scale that one up. And you're like, well, we can still only make a teaspoon. Like, because mm-hmm. like, we'll, we'll scale it up later. Yeah. And he, and the Russian guy is also like, I need to change the clothes. And they're like, all right, well, whatever. And his, and this is a gag throughout the movie where he's like, I want something trendy. I want something. And then American. They get, yeah, trendy and American. And they give him like, he looks like a skater punk. And he's like, the fuck is this? He's like, this is what all the American kids are wearing. And he's like. Well, they're dumbasses. I want, like, something more classic. And then they have, like, a cowboy get up. And he's like, what the fuck, you people? Right. He's like, clearly, I'm not communicating with anything. He's like, I want something elegant. And they give him, like, a 70s uh, tuxedo with, like, ruffles. Yeah. And he's like... How hard is it to get hard? Yeah. It's like, clearly, I want to blend in. (laughs) Like, I do Mm. not want... I do not want to stand out from my terrible clothes. But... The uh, mm-hmm. the henchman just cannot get it right. Yeah. So we skip back to the house. It's night now, and Bob is scaling their house with a pocket full of tools because they had mentioned earlier that their satellite was out or staticky. Yes. And so he hacks into the satellite with these tools, recalibrates it, and realigns it, and lines it up with the satellite in the sky. You know what happens next? He fixes the cable. Hmm. Actually, he does. He, he does. He, he does. does fix that cable. Good for him. Is that a metaphor? Remains to be seen. I mean, I think no. I don't think so in this movie. Uh, but he's up on the roof and he hears Farron, the daughter, talking. Mm-hmm, to her friend. To her friend. And kind of like eavesdrops, not really intentionally, but like hears her um, uh, making this phone call. And he's just kind of stuck up there because like he can't get back down without going by her window and so right he just kind of is like i'm just gonna stay here until like she mm-hmm. and she um climbs out her window yeah and sits on the little like roof overhang mm-hmm. that's below her window 
Because, like, that's the only place she can be alone. And I was like, you have a whole fucking room. Yeah, it's got a door. Where you could be alone. It but has you a, lock It regularly. has a door. Yeah, it has a door that you lock. I don't know why you need to be outside. But anyway. But anyway. And um, she's talking about how she doesn't want m- her mom to hook up with... Well, she doesn't want Jillian to hook up with Bob because what will happen if her dad comes back? Mm-hmm. And Bob's like, oh, that's... Yeah, okay. See what I'm up right, against. Right, right. If my dad comes back and she's with Bob, then there's like not a chance that we can like be a happy family again. And my dad loves me. And he wouldn't leave... He wouldn't leave me like this. Like, no. he's he's definitely coming back. Mm-hmm. So we skip to the next day because apparently Bob spent the night on the roof. Um, but he's back home. Mm-hmm. And he, Billy... he jumps off the roof I'm and sure. goes to he's his fine. house. Uh, but Billy Ray calls him and says, hey, Bob, I know you're retired and all that, but like, uh, we got a really, we got, you know, head scratcher here. We need your help. You're the best at this. Can you take a look at this file I'm going to send you and see if you can figure out how to get into it? And Bob's right. like, it's encoded with puzzle encryption. Yes. <sighs> yeah. And so Bob's looking at it. And he's like, yeah, I can't get it. But also like. I'm retired. I'm retired, but oh, you know, hey, I could use a, a challenge. You know, I'm, you know, it's like doing the morning crosswords. You know, let's just encrypt some, unencrypt some. Right, but I don't have any of my uh, CIA approved uh, security equipment. You're gonna have to send it to my home computer. Yes. And Billy Ray Cyrus is like, already did, man. Wow. 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 Could you imagine the audacity? Of just like storing classified documentation <laughs> on a personal on laptop, a personal laptop, <laughs> or like I don't know, in the basement of your golf resort. I don't know, somewhere, right? You know, right? And just like before someone asks, send it to them. Yes. Oh gosh, that is not okay. Wild. It is wild. They really trust this guy, uh, but Bob starts to look at it, and before he can really get too far into it. His doorbell rings, and it's Jillian next door. And he's like, hey, girl. So so he uh, has a fancy computer setup where he puts his pen in, and the the walls swoop apart. Yeah. And he has, like, two monitors. What they show the same thing, but yeah, two they monitors. show the same thing. There's like a you stack on top. Maybe it's like just a, maybe it's just the sign-in screen. Well, it's like the iMac. There's you got an iMac below, and then there's like a bigger monitor up above it. But no, they're showing the exact same thing. It's that mm-hmm. like it's weird like um, dodecagon like twelve sided die looking thing with like a couple numbers on one side. That's the puzzle encryption oh. symbol. I guess I don't know. But, like, one side's got, like, totally just some, like, racks with a lot of RGB lighting. And, like, the other one's got, like, this, like, swirling, bubbling. It looks like a fucking disco. Yeah. Like, it is some real uh, early 2000s gamer shit. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> computer. This came right <laughs> off of um, New Egg software. Like, just a lot of RGB and, and liquid cooling and, you know, some surplus... Right. Server so, so many lights. So many lights. Um, but as soon as Jillian comes over, he, like, takes his pen out and it all, like, collapses back down. Right, and becomes, like, a, a boring bookshelf. Boring bookshelf and, like, just a little iMac on the front. And he runs over and he's like, hey, girl, what's up? I wasn't doing anything weird, like, looking at, you know, CIA encryptions. Yeah. And she's like, so, I got a problem. Um, I gotta, like, take some rain checks on some stuff we were planning on doing because my dad's in the hospital He's like, oh, no. Oh, my God. Is everything okay? Yeah, he broke his hip sliding into third base. 
with a kid with a senior softball league, I told him not to. But right. like, so as soon as he gets better, I'm gonna kill him. Yeah. <laughs> like, but right now, immediate uh, problem. Right, he needs someone uh, to be in the hospital. He needs someone to be released uh, under their care. Right. So I'm gonna go get him out of the hospital, but. My aunt is coming up to watch the kids in, like, two days. Mm-hmm. And. Yeah, I got to figure out childcare. So, like, I can't, I'm not going to be able to hang out with you. And he's like, why can't I watch the kids? It would be a great time for us to get to know each other and a chance for me to win them over. You know, like, I I think that would be really great. And I, you know, like, I have time off of work, uh, you know. Because she's like, oh, I couldn't ask you. You're so busy. And he's like, no, I just finished up a big project. Like, like I got all the time in the I world, got, babe. Yeah, I got I got some uh, some margin. She's like, are you sure? Like, my kids are a lot. Mm-hmm. And to be fair. They her, hate you. Her kids are a lot. And they hate him. And they do hate him. So, and he's like, I can handle it. Yeah, I can handle it. It's fine. She's like, you're a lifesaver. Love you. Thank you. Bye. Mm-hmm. Gotta go. And so the kids come over to his house, and which seems weird, and... They're, and her mom's explaining the process, and they're just like, oh, what? Fuck this no. Shit. And so, um, before they go back, Bob has to go upstairs and get some stuff that, you know, he needs to. Right. He's to like, go. I'm going to grab an overnight bag so I can sleep at your house. Uh, but yeah, yeah. We'll see you there. We'll see you there. And the kids immediately start like raiding his house trying to find dirt. Mm-hmm. And they open his closet, and it's like just like beige. It's like, uh, do you remember Doug? The cartoon Doug. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where he opens his closet and it's like the same outfit over and over again. Yeah. Yes. It's kind of like, like that. that. It's like that. Uh, one of the Ian, the son, runs over to the uh, like entertainment the, center the and is pulling cabinet. out DVDs. Like, there's nothing here over PG thirteen. Right, like, a bunch of classics and like cartoons. Yeah. What is this guy? What is this guy? And um, they eventually sell it on the computer, and he's like, oh. Hey, there's a Stockholm GBH file here, which is what the puzzle encryption file was called. Mm-hmm. He's like, that's like a really rare bootleg. I'm going to like... The, a really rare bootleg of a concert, like in Stockholm, of the like, whatever GBH stands for. I don't remember what he said it was. Yeah. And he's like, I'm going to download this real quick like to my iPod. Like garbage metalheads or <laughs> something dumb. And he connects his iPod to it and starts downloading it. And as soon as he does that, the Russians detect that the file is being downloaded and they don't know where, but they're going to figure that out and kill that person. Okay. So they could not tell that the file was sent from the CIA to a personal computer. Right. They could they could not tell that. No, nope. But they could tell that it was downloaded from a personal computer somewhere onto a, a tertiary device. Yeah. A uh, an iPod as it was an iPod Mini. Mm-hmm. Um, the like maybe it's just um, curved design if you want. Maybe it, it's just like the small portable devices that they have a flag on. Well, like here's the thing: like that small portable device is not really connected to the internet. Like, there's no way. Um, also, this is um, this file is, and I'm quoting here: a portal to a website. Like, <laughs> what was it exactly? I wrote it down. Yeah, it's an entry portal to a website. I'm like, that's not how. Files little like so it's a web address. It's a URL basically. Maybe I don't know. I mean, it could be weird, but anyway. But yeah, just the act of like syncing his iPod to his neighbor's PC, well Mac, 
causes that file to like ping the server at home like up i don't know it makes no goddamn sense ipods ping not at this stage no no like the ipod uh touches could i'm sure but like yeah this is like an ipod ipod yeah this is like well it's an ipod mini Mm -hmm. but yeah it's it's the old school and like with the button and the clip and like the really wide connector remember they had really wide connectors those were cool I don't remember, but you know. I've got an iPod Mini around here. It's got a really you. fat one. Yeah, still works. Kids listen to podcast on it. Anyway, so we get back to the house, and the first thing Ian does, the like pre- preteen mm-hmm. son, is he throws a stink bomb in his own room and starts freaking out and yelling and knocks on his sister's door, who opens the door, and then Bob gets up and he's like, What the hell is going on? And she's like, I don't even know. I was in my room. And what is that smell? He's like, did you just throw a stink bomb in your own room? He's like, no. No, why would I do that? Just to get my sister in trouble? That's ridiculous. And Bob's just like, you're a fucking moron. And leaves. And so then, he's like, go to bed. <laughs> and he had walked in his room. He's like, oh, I did not think this plan all the way through. There's a stink right. bomb in Well, he, he, he wasn't fast enough on the uh, the accusations. You know, like, yeah. He's like, she threw a stink bomb in my room. You know. Yeah. And she's like, no, I didn't. And like. It's Ian, like somehow Bob gets through the bullshit real fast. And while they're sort of like this, like Nora runs out, like just in like a tank top and undies, like mm-hmm. refusing to get dressed. And Bob's like, what the hell's this? And and everybody's just like, oh, yeah, you got to catch her. That's that's the evening thing. She only and she's like, only my mom can put me in my pajamas. And so Bob has to chase her through the whole house, eventually catching her, throwing her into the air and like catching her with the nightgown with the nightgown like upside down and like putting her down she's like oh that was fucking awesome we're gonna do this every day yeah and so he gets her to bed and then kind of like little time passes he's like peeking in and she's asleep peeks in on ian who's asleep goes to pick on on farron and she's like get the fuck out of my room right and throws a pillow like at the door yeah i'm like and he's like oh bye all right and then Jillian calls. She's checking up on things. What's no? Like, so how were things? It's like, everything was great. I'm really great at being, like, this, uh, being a babysitter slash stepdad. I'm amazing. And she's like, really? Mm. You were babysitting my kids? Like. My my kids, huh? My kids? They're all in bed? No, nobody gave you any crap? And he's like, no, no, everything's great. And you're like, huh. Weird. Okay. All right. Well. All right. Well. I'm glad it's going okay. And, um. She's like, by the way, what was that thing you wanted to tell me about my job? He's like, well, maybe we should do that in person, not over right, insecure you... phone lines. She's like, what? Yeah, I mean, just I like to be in person for that. Right, right. Well, we'll talk about it when we get back. Nothing you need to worry about right now. You right. need to take care of your dad and get him healthy. I'm taking care of your kids, and I'll see you when you can get back and we can talk all about it. So then they, uh, so we cut the next morning. He's making breakfast. Badly. Terribly. Oh, badly. so badly. But also his breakfast uh, dreams are are very, very high. They're aspirational. He, such aspirational breakfast dreams. He is making eggs. He is making pancakes. Muffins. He is making muffins. He is making oatmeal. He's making too many things. Yeah, focus, man. Try focus. cereal and milk. Yes. Be like, we have cereal. I don't make any of these things for breakfast, but he's trying to make all of these things for breakfast, and it's too much. Yeah. And the muffins much. are burning, and he just keeps adding oats to the oatmeal because the oatmeal's like not setting up and then when it finally does set up it's like a solid column of oats around the wooden spoon 
to the point where he like picks it up and it like hovers around the wooden spoon and he like he's like the oatmeal is delicious and he like eats part of it and it's so gross. It's so gross. <laughs> uh, but then they have to go to school and they're walking out and he looks at Farron and he's like, "Your mom lets you go to school like that?" And just yeah, yeah, it's fine, whatever, let's go. Mm-hmm. And he drops the kids off at school. Apparently, they're like they're probably like a sixth and eighth grader in like middle school. Yeah, that would make sense. And. Or maybe their middle schools are, like, fifth through ninth grade, you know, like... Something, yeah. And he looks at Nora's like, so what do we do? And she's like, I don't know. I'm four. We don't do anything. I just, like, hang out. And we skip to Ian, who's meeting up with his bullies, and he's like, hey, I got this Stockholm GBH file. You guys want to listen? And he goes to play it for him, and it's just, like, really loud static and clicking. It is almost like a modem sound. Yeah. (laughs) Like, it, it is. Uh, I mean, Mr. Cage would argue with me, but I would say it is not music. <laughs> sure, sure. But certainly not what these bullies were expecting. And of course you mean Nicolas Cage, right? No. No. The guy that wrote mm-hmm. the silent song and like all that weird stuff. Right, right. Anyway, uh, but the bullies wedgie him for lying and throw him in a trash can. And he's like, you And everyone's will- like, fight, fight, fight. But he's like, you will hear from my lawyer as they, like, walk away and ignore him. Mm-hmm. So, Bob and Nora are now at the mall. Right. Because uh, what you do with a four-year-old. Well, and Bob is like, hey, Halloween's coming up. Like, what's Halloween? Tell me about Halloween. How does this work? Yeah, tell me all you know. And, like, honestly, a four-year-old is not a bad expert on this. Not a bad expert on Halloween. And she tries to explain, like, you have to get a costume. And he's like, oh, well, this is a Halloween shop conveniently plot adjacent to where we are currently. Maybe we can look for a costume now. She's like, that sounds great. So she walks in. She's like, I want to be a princess. And you can already see, like, all of these, like, pink dresses with, like, the tall pointy princess With the tall cone hat. hat. Yeah. And he's like, oh, well, okay. Well, here's the rack of princess costumes. Which one do you like? You want this one? And it's like a like a very light blue. And she, she's like, no pink. Not a fairy, a princess. Oh, not a fairy, a princess. And he's like, oh, excuse me. My bad. Like, he's puts, like, here, how about this pink one? And she's like, yeah, this is great. He's like, well, it's a little big. Let me see if they have another size. So he puts it on her to try it on. Yeah, uh, with the hat. With the hat. And he's like, it seems a little big. Let's see if we can find another size. So he turns around to find another size. And she disappears. Yep. Well, the problem is there's 30 other princesses in this shop. Right. Everyone came to this shop to buy princess costumes, and everyone is wearing the princess costumes right now. Which is not how that generally works, in my opinion. I mean, I see the putting it on to, like, let's put it on over your clothes to make sure it fits. Because that's how Halloween works anyway. Right. You're going going to be wearing this costume over your parka. So, like, Mm -hmm. let's be real. Let's make sure it fits over your parka. And But she is gone, and he's, like, running around and trying to, like, turn around kids, and they're all screaming at him because some random stranger is touching them and looking mm-hmm. at them, which is fair. And somehow he doesn't get arrested or slapped, but he sees her going down an escalator, like, a floor below to, like, two floors below. Right. And he's like, oh, shit. I gotta get there. Right. And instead of being like, stay right there. I'll be right there. Or like yelling at security to like and, grab that daughter. And like rushing to the escalator. He decides that the the fastest way there mm. is uh there is like a ghost mm-hmm. 
uh, decoration on the, you know how they decorate the ceilings of malls? Yeah, like the big open courtyard. The big open areas. courtyard area. So there's a ghost uh, vibe thing on the ceiling of the mall. And he like grabs the ghost tail and he rides it down. Tarzans it. Tarzans it to the uh, bottom of the escalator. Well, to the top, top of, the, of escalator. the escalator. And then he puts his feet on opposite sides of the escalator and like. On the railing. On the railing and like does a rail slide. Down the escalator. Right, like he's wearing he's wearing his soap shoes. Like (laughs) I don't know. And all these people are on the escalator and they're just like ducking between his legs and he's going like one foot, the other foot, so that he avoids, you know, kicking people in the head. But he jumps off the end and he's right there by the girl and picks her up and she's like, That was awesome. He's like, shut up. Same kind of like wink, like don't talk about it. But also like don't wander off like that. That's not cool. And also we gotta go back and pay for this costume, because like we kinda technically are shoplifting at the moment. So like let's soak this. And right as this happened, he gets a phone call and you hear him just say, Just hold him until I get there. And like he hangs up gruffly. I'm like, Oh, is that the Russian? Yes. It makes sense. No, it's Ian. It's Ian. He's at the principal's office. Um, he is in trouble because he was thrown into the trash can. I mean... And he thinks that's bullshit. That is bullshit. Yes. But he is not in trouble for getting thrown into the trash can. Yeah. His problem is that he is the boy who cried wolf. So many times. They're like, um, we don't know what to believe with you. Right. And so this isn't his first offense. And there are multiple times where uh, he instigated things. Like, he's not the aggressor, but he's not not the aggressor. Yeah, like he didn't help the situation. <laughs> like, he's, you know... Basically... Being an antagonistic douchebag. I believe they understand, like, he downloaded a file and tricked some kids into listening to it, and it hurt their ears, so they retaliated. And they're like, okay, so you lied about the file... As a prank, maybe? We don't know. You're going to say no, but, like... Yeah, this this isn't your first time in here. And so, like, you're an unreliable narrator. Right. So, we're going to give you some some disciplinary action here. And just go home. You you can't can't stay here today. You got to get out. You're suspended for the rest of the day? I think maybe that's it. And so, they're leaving, and the bullies are in the hallway, and... They're like, hey, like, Turdburger, what's up? And he's like, I'm, hey, this is my bodyguard. He's like, I'm just his next door neighbor. I'm watching him. And he's like, hey, you could have got my back on that. He's like, it was a lie. Like, I'm not, I'm not participating in your lies. And he's like, and they're like, what are you going to do about it? He's like, I'm going to ask politely. Bob's like, I'm going to ask politely to get through and then just going to walk past you guys. And they're like, oh, okay. And they're like, make a show of like. Of you know, moving. Moving out and, like, gesturing broadly to him to pass through. And they laugh as he walks by. And he's like, you're embarrassing me, dude. He's like, you embarrassed yourself, man. Like, I get over it. Right, right. So. You don't have anyone to blame but yourself. Yeah. So they go to the gym. And there's, like, some sort of gymnastics group. It's a gymnastics practice. club. It's, like, a gymnastics team practice that's happening. Maybe it's just, since this is the the middle of the day maybe it's just their gym class and they're having a gymnastics unit i don't know i don't know but ian walks in and there's this uh one girl there and he's like hey babe i told you i had a beautiful body would you hold it against me and she's like oh ew gross which is a hundred percent the correct response that's the correct response at all ages that's especially the correct response at 11 yes indeed 
and he walks away. He's like, man, I don't know what went wrong. I just wanted to talk to her the worst kind of way. And Jackie Chan's like, well, mission accomplished. You did talk to her. In the worst. In the worst way. Yes. And so Farron's there. And... And Bob's like, I didn't know you did gymnastics. I'm like, well, you're at the gymnastics place. So apparently somebody gave you a tip off. But pretend that's true. And she's like, of course you didn't know. You don't know anything about me. Like, you, you just showed up, expected to be in my life. And he's like, whoa. That, ex- that, that went quick. Yeah. So. Then we cut to the Russians. They're back in the hangar lab. Mm-hmm. There's a big drum of oil that gets kicked over. Oh, yes. As part of a demonstration. Part of a demonstration. Our uh, Natasha lady is standing in the middle of the oil puddle. Right, right. So she's standing and they pour the oil. And at no point does she, like, eek away from the oil. She's, like, very proudly standing in the middle of the oil. I do not know why. It's Maybe that's her thing. I don't yes, know. maybe. But the scientist comes up and they drop a vial of this yellow... So there's yellow stuff in a vial. And they yep. drop one drop. Yeah. Onto the uh, oil, and the yellow drop spreads, mm-hmm. and the whole puddle turns yellow and gets eaten up into like this powder. Yeah, and also um, our Russian lady's shoes get eaten up. Yes, and because they're like, oh yeah, it kind of eats up all petroleum products and not just oil, which seems weird. Yes, but, um, yes, very weird. I mean, very weird. Uh, yes. Yes. If it cannot distinguish between types of hydrocarbons, we are fucked. Yes. That's a great goose situation. <laughs> yes. That is, no. That's the, that's the infamous, like, what if there are nanobots that could, like, reproduce by consuming organic material and they just ate all the organic material on the planet and turned into, like, this gray goo? Yeah. That's like a doomsday scenario. Yep. Keeps me up at night. Does it? Not really. No. I figure if that ever happens, we're fucked. So there's no mm-hmm. worth, reason worth worrying about it. Let's not worry. Um. Anyway, but yeah, it eats her shoes, and they're like, "Yay! It's you know, this is what we wanted. We're going to use this to like bring down the oil industry and right. like because their plan is if they uh, destroy the oil reserves mm. of everywhere else, uh, they will own all of the oil, and then they'll have tremendous amounts of power and money." I mean, not a... Uh, it's like a... It's a very Superman 3 kind of uh, vibes, uh, but A little yeah. bit of Goldeneye. A little bit of Goldeneye. Yeah. it's There's a couple of different things there. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, it's a, it's a solid plan. In its way. In its way. So we jump back to the house. Bob and Ian are talking, and um, he's trying to talk Ian to, like, standing up, like, not in, like, a physical way, but, like, in a truth and justice kind of way to be, like, be well, the better band. One, you need to stop lying. Yeah. Like, everyone, there's always that kid who lies about everything. And nobody likes it. And nobody likes that kid. Like. They all know. They all know. You're not fooling anyone. Like, you need to work on being you. Yeah. Uh, And, like, you're a cool kid. You don't need all this crap. You know, you don't need to lie about who you are. Right. So Ian's like, yeah, but like all the girls want to like hang out with the dudes that can throw a basketball through a hoop, not the nerd that knows how this stuff. He's like, well, fuck them. You're in junior high. 
girls are stupid boys are stupid like <laughs> you do you bro but i'll tell you what like i won't tell your mom about this fuck about, up today right if you stop lying and ian takes the deal yeah he's like all right sounds like a deal and as soon as he walks out the next scene is Farron and ian shoving spoonfuls of sugar into nora right so that like from the can- from the bag from yeah, the sugar just, five pound sugar bag yeah she's like oh this stuff's good she's like I know right just keep going and so then Nora's like super excited and like running around and like the films and fast forward as she's like playing in her room mm-hmm. and, and Jackie Chan is just sitting there on the bed like waiting for her to pass out yeah he's like you just gotta wait this out she'll crash here soon and eventually she does crash and he like sings her. Uh, lullaby. She's like not calming down. He's like, you need to calm down and go to sleep. And she's like, I can't go to sleep. My mom always sings me a lullaby. Never mind. This is like the second or third day. Yeah, <laughs> they're bringing out the new rules. He's Kids like, are like ma- that. Though. My mom always does that. I need a glass of warm milk. I need to be tucked in. I need my nightlight. I need yeah, whatever. Right, and then also I have like many existential questions about the universe, and you're like, it's bedtime. You can ask me existential questions at lunch. Yes. Which they never have. They never have. They don't think about it at lunch. But he does sing her a cute little Chinese lullaby and she mm-hmm. finally falls asleep or at least like pretends to or whatever. Yeah. And he's like, oh, I did it. And Farron kind of sees it and is like, oh, he's not like a complete asshole. Like he's like trying with Nora, mm-hmm. trying with Ian. Like, well, and their beef with Bob was never he is an asshole. He's just it was, boring. He was boring. Yeah, and lame. So Bob makes a call and he's like, man, I need some help. And it's Billy Ray. Mm-hmm. And Billy Ray shows up in his car and he's got just like a case full of spy shit. Right. Right. Like a, one of those metal hard suitcases. Yep. Full of spy shit. And he's like, I don't know what you need all this for. He's like, it's for the kids. And Bob's and like really Ray's like, mm, okay, whatever, man. Whatever you need. But Bob has enough to set up like a whole surveillance system overnight in. In the hallways. Um, yep. So, like, the next morning, he's, like, watching people on video feeds. He, like, yells at Farron to, like, get more clothes on before she even comes downstairs because he's got a camera in the hall. Uh, Ian wants to get in the bathroom, and Farron's hogging the bathroom. So, Bob can, like, he's got, like, a button he pushes that unlocks the bathroom door. Unlocks and opens it. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. Not what I would do. Uh, Okay, so it's not, like, the toilet shower area. Yeah, it is just like the double, they have a bathroom where it's like double sinks and then uh, like a separate room that has the shower and toilet. So it's like, yeah, not as bad, but it's still like, that's mm. a bold move. yeah. Um, but anyway, he, he uses it all to um, do that. And then he's getting the kids to school and he notices the garbage needs pulled out. Mm-hmm. So he goes to pull it, but there's a hose in the driveway. Right. They, they put that there to trip him up. Yeah. And so he trips on the hose and like garbage goes flying and he's covered in like all kinds of schmutz. Right. And like, it's like, ha ha, you're covered in a cartoonish banana peel. Mm-hmm. And then, um, he's off to school. Um, and then I guess, well, no, I guess this is all kind of, I don't know when this is really. It seems like it's the morning, but like yeah. the next thing is like, he's coming in with shopping and the kids lock him out. He's got to use like, he's got suspenders with like a grappling hook yeah. that he uses to get up onto the roof and rappel into a window and they come down behind him and be like, hey kids. Like, they're like, hey, where'd he go? Is he trying to hide? Maybe he went to his house. Maybe it was like a Saturday. Maybe it was. And they didn't have to go to school. 
And so he like just drops in. He's like, hey, kids, I brought the groceries. Help me put it away. And they're like, oh, shit. Like, he's in the house. And like, it's a whole thing. Like, he's just using all this spy shit to be like super dad for, mm-hmm. for a day or whatever. And eventually he like, it's the evening and Farron's up on her roof spot again. And he goes out on the roof to talk to her. And she's like. Please don't tell me I can't be out here. This is the only place that I can be. Alone in myself. Alone. Yeah. Whatever, teenage angst. And you're like, oh boy, so much angst. And he's like, I, I want to ask you a question. Yeah. How come you don't call Jillian mom? And she's like, oh, because she's not my mom. Like, she married my dad. My mom died of cancer. When I was like two. My dad remarried Jillian. And, and Ian and uh, Nora are my half brother and sister. He's like, oh, okay, that makes sense. And she's like, yeah, and someday my dad's going to come back. And, like, he wouldn't just leave me here, I don't think, maybe. And she's like, well, okay, like, sure. And he's like, but can I, like, do something for you, though? She's like, don't tell me to, like, go back. And he's like, no, I was thinking maybe, like, we could build a railing around here. I'd feel a lot better knowing that. And she's like, yeah, maybe that would be. Yeah, I'd be okay with that. You can build me a railing. He's like, okay. And can I stay out here with you for a little bit? She's like, it's a free country. Don't care. You know? Like, yeah, sure. All right. I'm just going to... I'm just going to sit here. Sit here. Enjoy the view. And just sit here. Of, of their, their street? I guess. Yeah. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Did you ever sit on the roof in your house? No. Me neither. But, like, I could get to the roof of my house, but I'd be just sitting out there looking at the front. Right. Looking at the street. <laughs> I'd be, like, looking at a big tree. Looking at a tree. I was looking at. But, nah. So... Right after this conversation, we skip to the Russians who have figured out where the file was downloaded, mm-hmm. and they've got an address. They have an address. No, let's go there, get the download back. No survivors. Like, right, scorched all of this. So next morning, they're getting ready to go somewhere, and Bob's giving Ian fashion advice. They go, they're going to school. Yeah, I guess. You know, pop your collar. Don't tuck in your shirt. Mess like, up your hair. Yeah, like be a little rakish. Um, and then he hands him a burned CD. And it's Iggy Pop and David Bowie live in Shanghai. And he's like, oh my gosh, this is like super rare. I'm like, first off, this takes me back. <laughs> like, to the days of like Napster. Yeah, and LimeWire. And LimeWire and, and, Lime like, oh. and illegally downloading yes. various concerts. Yeah, yeah. And um, the thing that always got me was like, this is rare. And you're like, there's like 87,000 people sharing this file right now. What does rare even mean in, in the, the digital in economy the days of the internet like but anyway he's really excited and ian's like how did you get this he's like well you know i just you know i knew how to download it and he's like yeah but like how did you know this even existed and bob's like well i was, I was there. there whoa really he's like yeah man it's a great concert like it was great and so they pull up to school and they're like a legit half hour early mm-hmm. and this has happened to me <laughs> Where you're like, I'm going to budget 45 minutes to get ready. Right. And start yelling at kids to get in the car and, like, get dressed and get ready. Right. And, breakfast. Mo- and most of the time it takes a full half an hour for everyone to, like, find their goddamn shoes. Yeah. But, like, every so often everything just lines up and everybody's in the car and you're like, shit, what do I do now? Well, I'm leaving. I'm not. I'm just going to wait around. They're going to get restless. Yeah. So, like, let's go. And then I'll get in there early and there'll be someone else's problem. Yes. Um, But Ian runs in. And he sees this girl who's like, hey, looking good. 
Aaron? She's like, um, it's Ian. She's like, whatever. And like walks off. He's like, but that was like. More words you said to me than ever. Like, at least yeah. you noticed me. And like Farron is in there just like layering lip gloss on in the so drop much, off like, line. Sticky lip gloss. It's like just spackle. Honey. Like it's so, so sticky. <laughs> and he's like, um, can you like move on? She's like, just a moment, just a sec. And she gets down, she's like, by the way, the talk last night doesn't mean we're friends. And they're and he's like, Oh, okay. Okay. Cool. Sounds good. Later. Later. And she just leaves. And so he heads back home, and as he's pulling up, the Russians are next door mm-hmm. in his house, which he doesn't notice. He doesn't notice at all. And they are out, he is outside playing with Nora mm-hmm. and the turtle. And getting some Halloween su- su- decorations set and, up. Oh, and setting up Halloween decorations. And so the Russians can't find anything. They find a computer, though, and they're like, the file's not here. It's downloaded to another device. And I'm mm-hmm. like, that's not how syncing an iPod works. It doesn't delete it from the computer and put right. it on the iPod. It doesn't iPod. move it. It copies it. It's in both places. Yes. That's how that works. Uh, but it was downloaded to an external device, and we don't know what it looks like. So we need to find Bob. So we can torture out. him. Yeah. And figure out where this device is. And it's Natasha or Natalia or whatever her name is, the Russian girl. She's like, we need to find him. So think about it. Imagine you're Chinese. Imagine you're Bob. Where would you be? And, like, the other two guys are looking at her, past her out the window, and he's in the backyard next door, and like, he's, he's next door. Uh, he'd be next door. What? Why I can, would he be next door? I can see him. And like, yes, yes. See him in your mind. No, <laughs> I, I can see him see him. He's climbing next door with, like, skulls on a rope. And she's like, what the hell are you talking? And looks behind her. She's like, oh. Okay, well. He is right there. Let us let's go. Let's go get him. So they go next door, and... Promptly ensues a Jackie Chan fight where yes. he's like fighting with the ladder. He's like flipping around and doing all kinds of crazy shit. Yeah, there's a pool. Yeah. Then he's fighting with like the pool skimmer. At one point, Nora, the little girl, grabs his leg and won't let go. So he's got to like fight two dudes while a four year old hangs on his leg. Right. It's like pivot fighting. Yeah. It's real. I mean, it's really impressive physically, like mm-hmm. what he does always. Um, but he um, manages to get away from them, get Nora in the car, drive over, gets to the school, gets the other two kids out. And they're like, what the hell's going on? Why are you coming me? And then they're just like yelling at each other about whose turn it is to be in the passenger seat. Right. I don't even know if school has started yet. Yeah, I don't like, know. He might have just got them from the from the like general milling of around yeah. before school started. And he's like, everybody quiet. And Nora just goes from the backseat. I'm still hungry. And he's like, nah. So they pull up to a Chinese restaurant-looking place. Right, so they drive out of town. Yeah, and go to this Chinese restaurant. And he's he's calling on the phone. He calls Billy Ray Cyrus. He's like, dude, I don't know what's happening. Like, the Russians found me. I got to get these kids out. Like, Right, I need a safe house. I need, I need like, yeah. we, need to, we need to figure something out. Meanwhile, um, there's Larry. Yeah, so while he made the call, he just left all the kids outside of the Chinese restaurant. Right. He's like, just stay here. And um, they meet Larry, who is a local college student studying literature and hoping to be a poet. At the, at the local university. And he's totally macking on Farron. Right. Who is totally flattered by the attention. Right. Very much trying to flirt. And um, and Larry is, like, very much being a predator. Yes. 
And so, like, Jackie's like, we need to, like, defuse this whole situation. And he's like, guys, let's go in. And then he, like, stops Larry. He's like, Larry, I have two words for you. Thir T. And Larry's like, yeah, whatever. And I'm like, oh, gosh. Like, that would be a swift kick to the throat. Like, right. Right. So he gets them in, uh, into the Chinese restaurant. They're seated at a hibachi yeah. uh, place. You know, they're, like, doing the thing with the onion ring volcano. But Nora's got to go. So. Go to the bathroom, yeah. So they almost walk up to, like, the ladies' room. He's like, I can't go in there with you. How about you come over to the men's room with me, and we can see it. And they look, walk in, and the place is trash. Like, men are pigs. He's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. But she goes in the stall by himself, and he, like, just waits for her. Just waits for her, and it's fine. Whatever. Um, and when he comes out, when she goes in, she hands him the turtle that she'd been playing with. Like, hey, I, you hold him while I use the bathroom, which is fair. Right. And I'll wash my hands and then I'll hold the turtle. Even though, like, I am I have a turtle in a hibachi restaurant. I mean, they left in a hurry. Like, yeah. you could leave it in the car in San Antonio. Yeah. Or San... Santa Fe? Bay, wherever they are. It would cook. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, they had to bring it in. Uh, but anyway... Um, when they get out there, Larry is sitting at the table next to Farron, and Bob is like, oh, no. Right, and he's like, so weird, they sat me at your table, isn't that a coincidence? Like... Mm-hmm. By the way, Farron, if you ever want to take a tour of the university, you, like, look me up, and I'll give you a tour, and it'll be great. We can spend some quality time looking at it. Looking at the university. And she's like, I would really like that. And, uh, Bob is like, listen, no. No. Several levels no. And then he looks over at Larry and notices a couple things. Larry is eating his Chinese food with a fork, mm-hmm. which Bob is just like, I roll. like Right. I mean, many people eat their Chinese food with a fork. But, but also, like, Larry sneezes and Bob says, like, bless you in Russian. And Larry comes back with... Like, thanks. In, in Russian. In Russian. And Bob's like, I didn't know you spoke Russian. And at that moment... Right. They're just erupt into fighting yes larry grabs a knife from the hibachi guy and like they start fighting larry's got the knife but jackie chan has like every chair in the restaurant right and he like sandwiches him between chairs Mm -hmm. and then like pushes him across the restaurant yeah ends up kicking him a lot knocking him out and knocking him backwards through a window and just Mm -hmm. leaving him seeing stars on the front yard right it's like we gotta get out of here and so they run out um and well and Farron is like what the hell you yeah. you just beat the shit out of some guy just because he was talking to me and he's like no i beat the shit out of some guy because he was a russian operative <laughs> by the way i'm a spy i'm a chinese spy i'm on loan to the cia i'm it's a long story but like you guys are in critical danger because there's a file i don't really need to explain a whole lot but we got to keep moving or the russians we, are going to get to the safe house we got to get to the safe house and they're like oh this is terrible and, like, there is a moment where they're like, wait, this guy's not that boring. Like, Right. Well, and, like, even, Ian like, it's cool. I think, yeah, Ian is like, that is so cool. And Nora's like, I don't understand. <laughs> like, <laughs> but can I be a spy when I grow up? So, um, they exit immediately, and the director, the chief guy, is right there. And mm-hmm. he's like, hey. Heard, heard you're having some problems with the Russian operatives. And he's like, yeah. I called, uh. I called, I called Billy Ray Cyrus, and he was saying, he's like, yeah, 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 I heard about that safe house stuff. Hey, how about you give me the file first, and then um, we can go from there. And Bob's like, 
I never told you I had the file. I never told you the Russians were after me. Like, how did you figure all this up? And the rector just like instantly pulls a gun. He's like, listen, man, it didn't have to be this way. Right. I just, I just need that file. He's like, why are you doing this? And he's like, I also want to retire, but like for money. Yeah. CIA pays shit. So like, I'm going to get some money out of this and then I'm just going to go off to like my own private island. It'll be great. And, um, Bob like goes to reach to his pocket to get the file and the director was like, no, 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 man. I'll get it for you. And so he reaches into Bob's pocket. And there's a turtle. That bites him. That bites him. It's like a little painted turtle. It won't bite anybody. Right. But, but this, this painted turtle has some, like, real chompers on him. And so, of course, Chief freaks out. And then Bob is able to, like, grab the turtle as it's, like, he, like, flips it off. And Bob grabs it and gets the kids. And they all drive off into the sunset. Yeah, at they top escape speed. at the last minute. Yep. And, and he's like, oh, man, I can't believe the chief was like, in, the chief and uh, Billy Ray Cyrus are in on this. This sucks. And then he, like, looks at his watch. He's like, oh, they're probably tracking me through my watch. I'm like, they're probably tracking you through your car, too. Like, trackers are cheap, even in 2010. Like, right, right. It'd be fine, especially for a mythical CIA that has, like, a <laughs> shop in the back of a pen store. <laughs> right, right. But he decides the best course of action is to take the watch yeah. and put it in rocks Mm-hmm. In the mountainside, because there's, like, high iron right there, and it'll mess up the signal. The signal. I don't think that's how that works. I mean, like, if that's how it works, just, like, put it under a manhole cover. Like. Yeah. So not all iron is magnetic. No. And not all iron blocks signal. I mean, like, you can just be standing on top of an iron mountain and have great signal. Like. <laughs> Well, he puts it under a rock. Oh, least. yeah. A rock. Thanks. That's, just one. Yeah, just one great. rock. Anyway, it's more next to the rock, really. Mm-hmm. And uh, Billy Ray Cyrus calls him and is like, hey, how's it going, man? I was trying to help you out here, but I have no idea where you are. Where you at, man? And he's like, you're with Poldark, too, with the Russian guy. And he's like, "I what? No. No, I'm not. He's like, well, that's something. That's something who's... somebody who would, was with him would say. Yep. And then they pull up to, like, this rustic hotel. Which is, like, really pretty nice and fancy. Mm-hmm. Got, like, a big, long, swoopy entrance. And it's got, like, a big, like, wraparound porch. And it is... You you recognize this yes. immediately. You did, too. You're it, like, it is the house <laughs> of the uh, very uh, fancy mom and stepdad in Jingle All the Way too. Yes. Larry Table Guys, I'm going to say, not worst work... <laughs> But that's a pretty deep barrel to scrape the bottom of. Yes. So anyway, um, they walk in. And again, Ian is like, this is really cool. Nora's like, I think it's cool because Ian thinks it's cool. And Farron's like, I think this all fucking sucks. Like, am I going to be able to go home? Am I like ever going to talk to my friend? Like, what the hell is that? Are we like entering witness protection? Did you just, are you human trafficking us? Like, there's a lot of questions. So many questions. Yeah. And... And so he's like, all right, well, let's tuck everybody in. We're going to spend the night here where it's safe and we'll figure it out. Yeah, we we probably have to move in the morning, but. But yeah, we're we safe here to tonight. And Farron calls her mom. Is like, mom, you're never going to believe this, but Bob's a spy. He's kidnapped us. We're at a hotel outside of town. Like some people have tried to kill us. Like he beat up this college student that I swear we were just flirting. Like a whole plot synopsis. And her mom's like. Put Bob on. Put Bob on the phone. And Bob picks up the phone. He's like, 
Yeah, so weird thing, everything she told you is more or it's, less true. It's actually true. Um, and Jillian is like, what, what the hell? What? Yeah. She's like, I need you to understand. Either one of two things is true. Either everything you've said is true and you have put my kids in mortal peril to try to impress me. Mm-hmm. Or nothing is true and you're insane and have custody of my kids right now. Do you understand? Right. Either way. Not okay. Uh, yeah. I need to come home. I'm coming tomorrow. I will get there as soon as I can get there and pick up my kids. And so we just like cut to the next morning and my mom's there. Mm-hmm. And um, or mom's coming, I guess. And... Uh, no, they, the... There's a little night scene there. Night scene. The night scene, because Ian is snoring. Yeah. And uh, Farron and Bob are awake. Heart to heart. And Bob is like, does he always snore like that? And she's like, I don't know. My room has a door. Uh, it's like, that can't be right. Like, he needs a sleep study. Yeah. And she's like, so how'd the talk with Jillian go? And he's like, oh, yeah, we're, like, over. I'm pretty sure. Like, there's, no. there's no way that uh, we can salvage this relationship. And she's like, I'm sorry. Like, yeah, he's like, are you? <laughs> she's like, well, honestly, you're not that terrible of a guy. And honestly, I was calling in a moment of trauma. So, like, it was the right thing for me to do. But, like, I see. Maybe that could have handled you that better. Yeah. You care about these kids. Like, looking back at it, everything you've been doing all day has been trying to protect us, which is right. somewhat a admirable. admirable. So he's like, and also if you really love Jillian, you just wouldn't give up this easy. He's like, this is not giving up easy. Like, right, right. Like this is a, this is a pretty this is a pretty big deal. But I have to leave so you guys are safe. Like that's what I got to do. Right. I thought I could retire um, and leave this life and leave my old life behind. Me. But every time I get out, right, pull me back in. Right. Well, and like clearly, clearly, whoever I love is going to be in danger. So, so like I gotta I, yeah. I need to like you know, be a monk. And Farron's like, well, also you're kinda getting off lucky. Like you're not gonna join this crazy, insane family. Like you'll never have to feel about like how it feels to be where you don't belong and like a messed up mess of a group. You can start your own thing and have your own kids and Maybe you're lucky. Maybe you're lucky. And he's like, Listen, I know what it's like to be not part of a family that mm -hmm. you expect. Like, I was an orphan. I grew up in an orphanage. I had no parents, but I had all these brothers and sisters that came and went, and we just made the most of it. And, like, we just decided family is whoever you love and whoever loves you. And Right. It's not, it's not about whose blood you share. Yeah. And he's like, she's like, huh, I guess, I mean. That's kind of cool. That's kind of cool. And then it's the next morning when Jillian shows up. Yeah. And, like. Livid. Livid. So like, livid. Just walks right up to Bob and just smacks him straight across the face. And he just absolutely takes it like, yeah, that coming. Like, Are they at their house? Did he go back to their no, house? No, they're at the hotel. Okay. Um, she, he must, she must have got the directions. And she's like, tell me the truth. Are you really a spy? And he's like, yeah. And this is the thing I've been trying to tell you about my job. He's like, no, no, no. 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 You, no. And so she takes the kids... Because she's just pissed. Right, right. And she says, just, let's just go. But and he's like, I promise you'll be safe. Like, once you're once you're away from me. 
And the kids are super sad because they'll never see Bob again. And right, and Jillian there's like, is not there's so like a, sad. There's like a very like huggy scene where the Nora's like, "Who's gonna sing me China songs?" And like Ian's like, "Who's gonna teach me fashion advice?" And Farron's like, "Later, man. Later, I guess it wasn't that bad." And so then Bob goes out in the desert by himself, and he retrieves his watch, mm-hmm. and then um, heads to like some sort of industrial plant. Right. Meanwhile, Ian gets on his dresses all in black, gets on his bike, and takes off, and Farron sees him go, and is like, huh. That's How weird. does Ian know where Jackie is going? He, uh, that is, like, one of my big plot hole questions on this. Like, there's no reasonable reason. It's not like it's a place they had been before. No. Or driven past. No, he's like, hey, that's where I beat up those Russians. Right. No. 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 And this doesn't even look like necessarily the same place. Like, mm-hmm. it seems a little more run down. Um, so Bob gets to this abandoned factory, and the director calls the Russians, like, hey, I know where he's at, like, meet me at such and such place, and then as they're rolling in, Ian rolls up on his bike, I was like, hey, Bob, I'm here to help, and Bob's like, that is not helping. This is the, you should leave, you're in trouble. And so as soon as the Russians roll in, they tie up Bob and Ian, and mm-hmm. they're, like, gonna torture Bob. And get the info. And if Bob won't tell him, they'll torture Ian. And then Bob will tell him, like, where is the file? Right. And Ian sees the Russians like, this is the bad guy? I thought he'd be better dressed. And the Russians like, fuck you, kid. Like, right. That's great. Um, And then, like, the director's there. And everything's going kind of sideways. Um, Doesn't Farron show up? Yeah, Farron shows up. Because she followed Ian. Yeah. And so, like, everybody's there, and it's all kinds of crazy, and, like, um, Bob had this, like, ring with, like, a cutter blade in it mm-hmm. that he had showed um, the kids earlier. Right. It was like, show me all your cool spy shit. And he's like, well, I don't have most of it, but I have some of it. Here you go. And so he manages to, like, hand that to Ian when they're tied up, and Ian uses it to cut them free. And as soon as they get cut free, Bob starts... Jackie Channing all over the place. Right, right. He has fighting people with a bicycle. Yeah. He, and uh, folding chairs, and just, yeah, all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, but Fer- they're, all, they're all waiting to fight him one at a time, like proper, like proper, proper bad guys. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so there's a whole stop sticks fight. Uh, Ian and Farron manage to, like, run away and get out of there, uh, take off for the house. Um, and... Bob calls House and Jillian like keeps hanging up on him, like mm-hmm. doesn't want to listen. And then Bob calls um um Billy Ray because mm-hmm. he figured out that it was the chief alone. Yeah. And not the chief and Billy Ray. So he's like, I'm sorry, buddy, I thought you were in at it. And and Billy Ray's like, Yeah, and honestly, with the evidence you had, you couldn't trust anybody. Like, I understand. Mm-hmm. Like, not mad. We're still bros. It's cool. Like Let's let's bring these guys down. So they get to the neighborhood as like all the kids are walking around doing Halloween in the middle of the street, and so there's so like did the Russians escape? Well, like Bob escaped from the Russians. Like he got in oh. one of their cars and kind of knocked them out a little okay. bit. So they will be following him. Yeah, very shortly. The Russians okay. arrive right after uh, Bob gets in the house, and Jillian is like, "What the hell is going on?" Right, I was pretty sure that we were not seeing you again. And Bob's like, yeah, um, 
yeah, the Russians are going to come and they're going to attack your family because... Remember I remember how I said that we would be safe? That was a lie. Yeah. So uh, he goes to find all the stuff he hid around the house. It turns out Ian found all the stuff and hid it upstairs in a drawer. Mm-hmm. And so Jackie Chan is downstairs defending the house against all these Russians barehanded. And so, yeah, it's... He's fighting with pots and pans and colanders and picture yeah. frames and yeah. lamps. <sighs> Yeah, you just all this stuff. Jackie Chan shit. And it's great. Um, Laura accidentally, like, they get upstairs, the Russians do, and so uh, Farron uses, like, a little pocket flamethrower and, like, mm-hmm. like roasts some of them away. Nora has, like, this little thing, and she pushes a button, and it's a rocket launcher, and it hits one of the big guys in the chest and, like, blows him backwards. Like, six feet. Yeah, through a, like, pair of doors and into, like, Mom's bed, and, like... He dead. Like, he's Maybe. he's in bad shape. Nora may have the highest body count in this movie. Yes. Because everybody else uh, walks out. You Larry is there with the henchmen. Yeah. And uh, Farron takes a CRT TV and throws it from the second story of, like, their loft. Yeah. Onto Larry's head. Yeah, where it just comically shatters and then goes down onto his shoulders. Right, and, he falls and then he's over. a TV head. Yeah, he dead too. Absolutely, these kids are brutal. Brutal. Um, and yeah, everybody is like fighting. At one point, um, Jillian comes downstairs right after like Jackie had beat somebody up with some frying pans in the kitchen. And as she's yelling at Jackie Chan, the bad girl, you know, Natasha oh, Nadia, yeah, yeah. comes around the corner and Jillian just literally grabs the door and slams it as hard as she can into the girl's face and it bounces and, like, she is just knocked out. Mm-hmm. Like, just stars. Just stars, lights go out and she drops. And Jillian's like, I want to talk about this. And Jackie's like, honestly, no, this is not the time. Like, I have to beat up all these Russians, Jillian. Right. So more Russians are pouring in. More fighting is happening. And then, like, the director shows up and is holding Bob by gunpoint. Um, And then, like, Jillian just, like, wails him with, like, a bottle of bleach right in the face and knocks him out. And Bob's like... That was pretty good. You know, like, we make a pretty good, good team. Good job. Good job with your, uh... Yeah. Improvised object fighting. And then with their impeccable timing, after everybody's been neutralized and knocked out, Colt and the cavalry... That's when they come. Run run in. Yeah. That's when. They, that's how they know. You know, hey, how many people are conscious in there? Uh, just Jackie Chan and a couple of civilians. Cool, that's our signal. They come storming in and secure the area, and... They haul the chief off. Yeah, Hall, they pick Larry up, who can stand up with a TV around his head, so that's mm-hmm. good. Uh, Billy Ray's like, hey, Ian, you know you make a good spy someday. And Mom's like, yeah, God, no. Like, and um, Bob's like, all right, well, I really do have to go now. And, like, Farron hugs him, and all the kids hug him, and it's a big, tearful goodbye. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, like, Farron is like, listen... Bob's a good guy. Like, Mom, you need to, like, appreciate this dude. Right, you're never going to find someone as good as Bob. Like, he's the best. Yeah, and Ian agrees, and Nora's like, I want Bob to be my daddy. 
and we just skip ahead to a wedding. Well, and she calls she calls Jillian mom. Yeah. And Jillian's like, you just called me mom. Like. Yeah. Whoa. Big moment. Breakthrough big, big is happening. Moment. Big moment. And so, yeah. And then we skip ahead to a wedding and they're like about to say I do. And Bob's like, I need to tell you something. My name's not really Bob. And like. It kind of cuts. Mm-hmm. Like, LOL. Uh-huh. I mean, that's probably true. His name is not Bob. His yeah. English name might be Bob. Yeah, but that's what you guys can pronounce. His uh, Chinese name is probably Definitely not, not Bob. Uh, and then there's the traditional Jackie Chan blooper credits. Yes. I do appreciate that it's something he really he fights for. He's always like, I want these I want credit- blooper credits. Yeah. And he does that. So you can see a little bit of like, oh, that bicycle's on a wire and it's like spinning from the ceiling and he's, you know, uh, flipping around it. Okay, I see how they did that. You know, like just a a smidge of the movie magic. That thing where he like jumps up and does the splits onto the counters took like eight shots to get right. Like he kept falling. But like it's, yeah, and some were like, oh, that's practical. But like there's a lot of times of him falling down. He did this one really slick, uh, quick change where he like there's a hook uh behind him that he like leans back on and pushes down and it like pulls his uh his jacket off and he kept like getting caught (laughs) yeah you'd be like oh well nope and like everybody else is like trying to play the scene serious and he's just like hanging there by his left arm and they're like oh i can't i can't with you right now yeah all right like it's really funny. I was right, and then that. him screwing up lines, and he's like, "Oh, I see you're," and like other people screwing up lines. He's like, "You're screwing up lines. Like this is my third language. <laughs> like, English is the worst. English is the worst, you guys." Which is not wrong, but uh, it's cute. It's fun. Mm-hmm. So, what do we learn from this movie? Um, moms are allowed to be happy. Are you? No. Okay, that's good. Um, no, it's not good. Uh, you're allowed to be happy. It's fine. Uh, family is who you make it. That's one of those recurring. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, it's not. It's not the blood in your veins, but it's who you love and who loves you. Yes, that is very important. Um, you can't just quit the Russian mafia, like, <laughs> or and you can't just quit the CIA. No, like, there's some damage there. I mean, mm-hmm. like all the Spy Kids movies. That's like half the plot is like. You can never quit. You can never quit. Like, once you're an agent, you're an agent. It's, mm-hmm. it's sorry. You're sorry. Right. So, yeah, there's a lot of stuff there. Um, I don't know. What else? Anything else? Hmm. Jackie Chan can uh, fix your cable and rescue your cat. and uh, Get d- your kids to call you mom. And get your kids to call you mom, but he cannot make breakfast. Nope. There is no point where he... Is all of a sudden better at breakfast. <laughs> no, it doesn't happen. So I do appreciate that that is like, he's still a bad cook. Yeah, that's good. So, And on that note. Please parent responsibly. Please parent responsibly.